I don't know if you guys noticed, he has quite a laugh. How you guys doing? Doing good. It's been kind of rainy this last couple days. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get right into the weather. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, That's like the worst part of my job. It's been rainy. There's been some leaves around. Been doing some yard bagging. Yeah, I've filled seven so far, and it looks like I've done jack shit. There's still a whole other tree that night. First night it rained, all dumped down. I think I'm gonna get around thirty this year. Thirty bags. Thirty, as in say thirty leaves. That's pretty light. I'll I'll let you know. I'll know by next week. My trees don't drop their leaves until the middle of February. Really? <laughs> it's fucking terrible. Then you have to do it then. No. You have to do it in the spring. Oh, sure. And then they're all like along the fence line and they kill the grass, you know? Yeah. So then you the have to fucking repant out. grass. It's a nightmare. Yeah, my mower wouldn't even start up. That was fucking with me. Again? Did yeah, you just get that just, fixed yeah. up by some nice el- older gentleman from yeah. your youth? Yeah. <laughs> and I just like, I'm embarrassed to even bring it back to him because he's just going to tell me it was something I did. I don't know what that would be, but every time it is. It's like, right oh, over some did rocks. you do this? No, it's usually like how old the gas I put in it was mm-hmm. or... You, you like know. you left the gas in it over the winter and it's like... Yeah, yeah. I don't do that, but it, I, I didn't think about it when I poured the gas into the machine itself that it had been sitting there for like two months because yeah. I hadn't had to mow. For some reason, yeah, yeah. my grass just wasn't really growing because it wasn't raining much. You know what I mean. Welcome to the Fright Zone. I'm Greg. I'm Nate. I'm Hogan. This episode, we're talking about one of the few Thanksgiving horror films, 1981's Home Sweet Home, a.k.a. Blood Party, a.k.a. Slasher in the House. It's the story of a... It's the story of a giggling, homicidal, escape mental patient who crashes a family's Thanksgiving get-together, jacked up on PCP. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) Just like us right now. Yeah. Directed and edited by Nettie Pena, who only has two directorial credits, this film and a documentary called They're Not Green, which is an anti-wind power documentary. It's it's like seriously a propaganda piece about how the wind power industry is evil and wind turbines are super bad for us, um, which is funny. Yeah. Uh, she was also an editor on Dracula Sucks, yes. which is a John Holmes masterpiece it, and yes. or vehicle, depending on how you look at it's it. It's the X-rated adaptation of Bram Stoker's Dracula from 78. There Do we is know an what? R-rated version that was released by Media, which is the same company oh. that released this movie. Do we know yes. what she looks like? I couldn't find a picture. She, I did. I, I is this deep. her? That's her. Let me She's see. also, she was friends oh, with the huh. doors when the doors were up and coming, and she took a bunch of early doors for her. Yeah. Um, but if anyone hasn't seen Dracula sucks, he's sucking more than blood. <laughs> <laughs> he just starts. If you know what I mean, I think you do. And anyone out there in uh, video land that enjoys the uh, intros to video companies, Media Home Entertainment, which released this film, is one of my favorite ones, and I did record it to play. You mean Nate, owner of, and proprietor of Media Crip, likes media? Yeah, yeah. No shit, right? Takes you back. It does. I just I remember that being one of my first things I did when I started getting back into like really heavy duty collecting was like I put in I need a copy of Halloween over at my buddy Shane from the Lurking Corpse's house and we just like what watched that intro and it was like Fuck yeah. Just like <laughs> makes you want to watch a movie. Hell yeah. Uh films written by Thomas Bush, who's only Ryan credits this movie, but he was a part of the sound department on Evil Dead 2. So that's cool. He was also a personal assistant on Rudolph and Frosty's Christmas in July. 
<laughs> that was probably one of his first gigs. Um, so uh, we've been doing this thing past few episodes. How did we see it for the first time? Nate, me first. Yeah. Um, I saw it for the first time. I was, it was when I was still going out to Oskaloosa to the video connection. I was just buying those three dollar tapes, just anything I could find that looked cool that I had seen, hadn't seen, whatever. I was, you know, dropping some loot. Like what age uh, would this been? Oh, this is uh, <coughs> excuse me, eight years ago, nine years ago. Okay, like I had this place I would go it was about forty so it was minutes like back away. Back when you were like a no, teen this is in my tapes. late twenties. Cool. Maybe early 30s. I can't even. I, I'm not good with time frames. What? Like anyone will tell you that. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, I just, I got it. It was a cool looking tape. It was three bucks. And I love it. Like, I don't want to spoil anything, but I just, I think it has a lot of things that make me want to come back. I can see how there's some elements that, uh, you know, out of the gate, like, there's these really dark scenes where they're in the woods. And, <laughs> If there's any reason to like put something out with higher definition or Blu-rays because of all the dark scenes. Yeah, there's a lot of so I have no idea what the there. fuck is going on. <laughs> is my video cutting out or is there fucking anything on screen right now? Like what's going <laughs> right. on here? Yeah, it's like I guess I'll just wait. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'll I guess see I'll just what type happens. some more things <laughs> yeah. out and like, oh, is that a knife? I don't fucking know. <laughs> and you know that there's stuff missing because I remember the first time I saw Blood Rage on VHS. After seeing it oh, on Blu-ray, and I was that like, story Dude! you've told that story in great detail on episode five of the Fright Zone Blood Raid. Check it out. Yeah, let's do it. And on on that, it was like, holy shit! Like this looks like a totally different movie. Yeah. So, what about you, Hogan? First time you saw this, I actually rented this from Bob and Linda, and I wasn't who, able to who rent are Bob it. and Linda. For Bob our and listeners? Linda owned Showtime Video, which was on uh, what was that? Swanson University. Yeah. Well, I guess it is technical university. Um, my my uncle, who was staying with me, funny enough, he's only like a few years older than me, but he was staying with me. My my uh, my folks were out of town, and Dad would like I told you would normally rent me shit, but he uh, he was the one that picked this out for the very first time. And how was, old do you think you have been ballpark? Mm, I was almost in high school, so maybe eighth grade, ninth grade, somewhere in there. Yeah, cool. but I didn't see it again until YouTube started to become a thing, and for a while there, it was on YouTube. Um, so it had been a long time. I don't think it's on there now, is it? It was. I didn't For check. a while when we were getting ready to do this, Hogan was saying he couldn't find his tape, so he hadn't taken notes yet, and I sent him a YouTube link. But then mm. he found his tape, so Christ oh, okay. is afraid. Um, <clears throat> I honestly don't think I'd seen this before. Um, you, it came up last year when we did Episode 5, Blood Rage. Uh, no, we on Apple Music. Or, <laughs> yeah. or, no, we on Apple and Spotify. Stream. <laughs> I can edit something there. Um, but it came up on that. Cause we're talking about like the few Thanksgiving movies, like uh, Blood Rage, Thanksgiving, and Home Sweet Home. And I think maybe you, you did a shirt last Black Friday of this, maybe? I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. More maybe. people should have bought it. But yeah, so you, it came up then, and I <laughs> I was like, I don't think I've seen it. And then uh, in prep for this episode, I fucking... Crack down the the only official disc release, which is this DVD. Worst fucking cover since horrible I don't know, cover. How's that, how's that transfer? <laughs> uh, 
It's I it's like straight up a VHS tape, but it is an official release. This had to have been like in a Walmart bargain bin or something in two thousand five. And what'd you get that for? How much? Does I that sell think for? I got this for like thirty two. Okay. And I was like, I was like, you know, I want to see it. The VHS tapes are like hundreds of bucks sometimes. Oh, dude, well, the couple 100? I saw were, but maybe because people are buying right now before Thanksgiving. But <laughs> right, they were expensive, and I was like, I do want a physical release because I do like anything as a collection. Uh, things to talk about if I can because I think it's fun. This um, would be a perfect one for someone it. to re-release for sure. Yeah, this is some, someday someone will put this out. Um, but uh, yeah, tracked it down, watched it. That was pretty fun. Yeah, as you might hear soon. So uh, before we get in the movie, I really want to talk to you guys about something. Okay. Um, because something happened to me at this house. Um, like the house that we're currently the in. house that the yeah here at the fright zone okay. state uh shortly before halloween before you even played that show nate like it was like a couple days before your traffic death show mm-hmm. i've been wanting to tell you guys but i was like i can't i want to post on the internet i've wanted to talk about this but have not been able to because i want to talk about it on the show because it'd be just seem like something we should talk about so okay. let me tell you this story okay <laughs> so i hope you guys are ready for this i so, don't know if i am <laughs> yeah. oh no it's nothing like you like weird like weird it, i guess it I is weird it is. but nothing you should be alarmed by so check this out so you know uh my my wife jill's like narcoleptic goes to bed early most nights and stuff right so she went to bed i i stayed up i was playing some video games with some people online i was wearing like a headset so it wasn't be super loud like talking to friends and stuff and around like 10.35 p.m., I get a phone call from Jill, okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why is Jill calling me on the phone when I'm in the house upstairs? She's calling from within the house. You know? <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, so it's like, well, I'm, I'll pick this up real fast, you know, like whatever. And uh, I'm like, hey, what's up? She's like, who's here? And I was like, no one. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, like it's just, yeah. I'm upstairs playing video games. Well, who's ringing the doorbell then? I was like, what? She like, you don't hear that? I was like, no, I have a headset on. I was like, sorry. I was like, she's like, well, someone's ringing the doorbell. I was freaking out. It's like, okay, I'll go check it out. And again, it's like 1037 at night. Yeah. So like, that's kind of weird. It was like a weeknight. So I uh, go downstairs and I look out on the porch and there's like this older, rough kind of looking woman. And she's like, like crying and stuff. Like, staying on my front porch. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? You do not open that door. Oh, I open it. Oh, no. Rough, like, like like a biker chick? Rough? Or, yeah. well, or like, woof. Yeah. Like, buzz your girlfriend, <laughs> woof. Yeah. No, like, just looked rough. She was in a sweatshirt. She was, like, disheveled. She was crying. Like, just didn't look like she was doing great, you know? Um. So I very cautiously opened the door. and just kind of, like, lean out there. I'm like, can I help you? And they're like, oh, uh, I, I know it's late and I'm sorry. And I was like, are you doing okay? Yeah. You know, um, I used to live here. Oh my God. And I was like, okay, I can't believe you saw the ash tree. I planned that tree with my father oh my when God. I was a little girl. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, the ash tree. Like, yeah, the wife and I love it. You know, we get treated every two years. It's awesome. You know, it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I play with my dad. I was like, okay. And she's like, <laughs> he passed away. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry for your loss. And she goes, <sighs> she kind of 
tries to get her composure. She just wanted to tell that to somebody. She, she tries to get, and there's a car running at the end of my driveway this whole time. I was like, what the fuck is this? And she kind of like, Whew, takes you invite her in to play video games? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I was like, you want to tour the house now? No, I, nothing like that. I was like afraid that's where this was going to go. I was afraid she'd be like, and I just wanted to see if I could go through the house again. I thought I was going to go thought there. You thought you were going to get chicken ladies. You, you know? ever seen that episode? <laughs> yeah. They go house to house like, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought it was going to be something like that. Yeah. Um, but then this is, where, this is where it goes. So I was wearing, if I could spread my father's ashes at the base of the ash tree. Oh. And I was just like. Yeah, sure. Have a good night. Like, shut the door. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> were they were they out there when you looked? Oh it's yeah, like a bunch of ashes. Oh yeah, but, a couple so, cigarette butts in there. <laughs> but so I mean, when she said that's what she wanted, I was like, sure. Yeah. And I like when if she was not asking the house around, I was like, fuck no. My thought in the moment was, well, you know, this woman's clearly upset. Do you think she had just come from his funeral? I was going to say this must have been like oh, recent. I'll, I'll get. Oh, yeah. I'll. Those wounds were still. This fresh. story is. Far from over. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My thought in the moment was, she's clearly distraught. She's how she remembers playing this tree, right? Like, like so. It's like in with her dad who's dead. She's not asking to come in the house and be intrusive in that way. She just wants to spread his ashes there. Maybe that was one of his wishes. Maybe he wanted to be spread at this house they used to live in, or. I was like, you know what? Like, whatever. I'm not going to go there. a dead dude in the yard. I'm going <laughs> to go play my video game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but so, uh, so I was like, yeah, that's fine. Just do it. Um, but it's funny since it was, you know, you know what my house looks like around Halloween. Yeah. So there was all the graves out there <laughs> with the strobe Jeez, light going right. off by the tree. Oh, and wow. she's standing on my front porch next to the harvester <laughs> of souls. And I have a strobe light there. It's going like, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, in like fog and shit, and he's like going off like <laughs> while she's crying and talking oh, and stuff. No. So all that just super fun to me. Yeah. But anyway, so I tell Jill what happened. She's like, "What?" And I was like, "Yeah." And she's like, "God's oh, fucked up." And she goes back to sleep. Um. But I go out there later in the night, taking her out, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, there's some ashes here." Oh wow. The next day, I go out and realize like, "Oh no, there's a lot of ashes here. Yeah. There's enough ashes that the green plants are like are like kind of on the ground there." There's a white stripe through them. And the yeah. plastic skulls I had embedded in the ground, their eye sockets were full of ashes. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I took some photos. I'll show you. Nice. Um, and I'll put those on our Patreon, maybe. For all you cool Patreon folks, we have a Fry uh, Zone Patreon now. Uh, yeah, check it out. So you can see the human ashes in Greg's Halloween setup. But uh, So also, then, I contend that my uh, faux graveyard is now a real graveyard because I had a real dead body out there. Yeah. I would agree with that. I mean, I think so, by definition. Sure. Just putting that out there. Um, you have the majority of the leftovers of a corpse. I mean, so here's one picture. So you can maybe just see what I mean by like, you can tell where the ashes are. Cause there's like just a, it's like green and there's like this white line here. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but <laughs> gnarly check this out. <laughs> yep. That's uh, yep. that some remains. There's a person in those sockets. But so, so my wife Jill then. So she is like, I want to know who it is. She's like, I want to know who it is. Did you ask them their name? I said, No. I wasn't like, Oh, really? You said, What's your name? I didn't do any of that. Bust Jill's out like, Your little newsy notepad. <laughs> <laughs> Start scribbling it down. And so I see. Here. But Jill's like, I want to know who this is. So Jill gets out the abstract. She starts going through the abstract and looking up 
the owners from the start of the house on, looking them up online, finding out when they died, and then find their obituaries and reading who they're survived by. And then she starts Facebook stalking their survived by <laughs> so she can find a photo of them to show me to confirm. Yeah. If it is. So eventually, she's like, is this? Lady? He's like, yeah, that's who it was. She's like, oh my God. So then she went down a rabbit hole uh, looking up this person. Sure. Whose body's in our yard. Um, so I'm going to bring Jill on. Serial killer. I'm going to bring Jill on right now, and she can tell you some fun facts about the gentleman who used to live in this house whose body's in our yard. I, she did this research. I mean, yeah. She, she Nancy drew it. She should, you know. Sherlock Bones. Yeah. Uh, sounds good. Hi, uh, Jill. You are now a guest on the Fright Zone. I'm uh, bringing you on to uh, tell these guys real fast about the gentleman who was laid to rest in our yard. Okay. Oh, get ready for this. So, I assume Greg told you I went and, you know, figured out who this guy was. We really wanted to know who he was because, you know, if our house was going to be haunted, like, it'd be nice to know what to expect. Yeah, like, so what are you going to need to ward him off? Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I did some very intensive research over Google and discovered... Um, that in 1953, this guy was arrested, well, he lived in our house, actually, for bribing a Drake basketball player to, like, chase boys off during an Iowa State game. So, actually, that was in our abstract, and that kind of gave us the idea, like, this guy might be a little shady. Like, let's figure out what else is in his past. Then discovered that he was Iowa's best amateur golfer in the 50s and 60s, and, like, basically had the opportunity to turn pro. But we found this 1965 Sports Illustrated with a feature on this guy called of the Too Hot Golfer. And he was essentially kicked out of the USGA because of all, uh, conduct detrimental to golf. He was a big-time gambler. And not only was he a gambler, but uh, he, like, was a, like, shakedown type gambler. <laughs> he was like a bookkeeper like, type guy. He, yeah. he, 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 let's just say this article said he had several associates. Um. Goons. <laughs> so when he was, like, in this tournament in Houston, he got in this huge argument with this guy over gambling and basically threatened to kill his daughter, his his son, and then he would save him for last. <laughs> That's so intense. Then, he killed them? He, he threatened to. The guy comes home, and the, his wife's clothing are like strewn all over the house. Her mink soles are ripped apart, and ground beef is all over the kitchen. <laughs> That's and he, and he smashed an alarm clock. Oh, yeah, he, he stomped on an alarm clock, too. So there was and ground beef never, all like, over your really kitchen at some point. It yeah. him, but it was the same day he threatened to kill this guy's whole family. So Hiding fish in it someone's house fun. also works. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway, so he ended up, like, getting thrown out of golf, and he sued he sued Sports Illustrated in time for $6 million for that, uh, that article, but uh, did not win. Um but then years later, six years later, in 1971, he was actually found guilty of armed robbery, assault with intent to kill a police officer, 
uh, having a gun without a permit and grand larceny of a vehicle and was saved by, like, sentenced to 15 years in prison. So he, he was, wow. like, federal was, prison. Like, robbed, in federal prison, tried to rob an old lady in New Jersey. Hold my pocket prison. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then the, the third ending to this story is that he ended up, uh, his, he was sentenced to 15 years, but his sentence was reduced because during a, a prison riot, he, he saved uh, the life of one of the guards. <laughs> so he was sent down to only 18 months instead of 15 years. <laughs> and he came back to Des Moines. But the, the, it, another interesting tidbit of this story is that the real hero of that riot was Ruben the Hurricane Carter. He was incarcerated with the hurricane. <laughs> No wow. shit. <laughs> like a uh, Bob Dylan song? Or? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, That's awesome. In the movie. Chelsea like Chad. Yeah. Crime was murder one. He's testified. But, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, when I first heard that story, I was before his ashes were poured in our yard a few years. Because oh, yeah. his daughter does, lives in Arizona. So it's like she must have just been like yeah. finally back in Iowa to dump his ashes. Yeah. So it wasn't yeah. even fresh anymore. Yeah. So there was at one point yeah. someone sitting in this house waiting for a $6 million settlement from Sports Illustrated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my well, takeaway. I mean, what, what if he did get it? I never actually, I don't think that he did, but what if he got it and it's like hidden in our yard or something? Oh man, at the base of the ash tree. Yeah. One way to find out. We'll tear up. Well, Joel, thanks for the thanks for the info. Smell you later. I hope you guys enjoyed the story. It's good. Bye. Yeah, you know, like now that you know the sentimental meaning of the of the ash tree, um, that is where he probably would have put it. I I would start tomorrow just tearing out walls. Isn't that isn't everything. that whole story crazy? Yeah, to pull, do a changeling. <laughs> I've been on wanting this whole to tell house. you guys yeah. for a while. That's why I was like, I have to say this for the podcast. Yeah. Too good of a story. It would be less shocking. We'd be like, yeah, Greg. I remember you told us this at the show the other night. <laughs> but, so I I you found it. I got the magazine. <laughs> so wild. Check it out. Here he is. Kind of looks like me if I was crazier. Case of the too hot golfer. <laughs> That's crazy. That's fantastic. And he lives here now. Hi, sir. It's nice to meet you. Oh, we never said his name. Oh, well, is that gonna invoke it? Is that like the Evil Dead moment? Yeah, we've been talking about Did you just say it five his name times. Is, uh, yeah. Florin de Paglia, and I'll post some pictures Dude, of. This. I know who Florin de Paglia is. My dad went to fucking. Uh, he was good friends with my with my grandpa. Fucking for oh, real? Shit. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Did you know all this shit about him, though? Yeah, yes. Now that you're talking about this, I totally know all of this shit. <laughs> it just it was hidden in there. Yeah, it, it didn't ring a bell until he said his name. Dude, dude my it dad. Bell your my dad the guy went to, went to federal with, prison with the hurricane? No, my dad went to school with Florin DePaglia's son. He talks about this shit all the time. It's so crazy. <laughs> I never made that connection. <laughs> well, local but, uh, but anyways, hero. His, his corpse laid to rest here. But here's their thing. You know, John, I've seen that little like weird blue cloud thing around our house a couple times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We would start seeing it after he passed away. Oh, yeah. Just saying. He could be back for that money, son. <laughs> Find my millions. It's mine now, Florin. So, uh, well, should I? Well, actually, you know what? Because the killer appears so early on in this film, 
I just want to hand the sword to Hogan real fast to tell us about the actor playing the killer. Okay, the actor is played <laughs> by Jake Steinfeld, who you may know by his... Uh, I don't know what you would call him. title? His, yeah. <laughs> his body? His body. <laughs> that he uh, has. Yeah, his, his tapes known as Bodies by Jake. Body by Jake! Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Um, <laughs> man, there's just, there's so much here. But he, so Jake actually got his start after, after a woman who was working in Los Angeles saw him and appreciated his physique so his much. His body. His body. <laughs> Sorry. I'll refrain from using the word physique and only refer to him as the body. She liked his body. Not to be confused with the body, but... Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, and that ended up with him working with tons of different uh, people in Hollywood, though. Like, he was the personal trainer for Steven Spielberg. <laughs> Everyone wanted his body. Mm-hmm. They would pay money. He for trained. It. In, he trained Harrison Ford and Indiana Jones. Um, that's actually how he uh, he trained Eddie Murphy, which is how he ended up in coming, um, to, coming America to America as a cab driver. Yeah, a lot of stuff in there. But he had. Uh, <laughs> I wrote a part down here. Uh, some books. He's actually a New York Times and a Wall Street Journal uh, bestselling author. What? He's authored books uh, including "Don't Quit, Get Strong," "Muscles." And a great future for teenage guys. Oh, I remember I read that. <laughs> and I've seen a lot of famous people naked, and they've got nothing on you. <laughs> Real, what was that last one? I've seen a lot of famous people naked, and they've got nothing on you. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like body shaming famous Why people. Why do you look me directly in the eyes when you said that both times? <laughs> <laughs> Something you needed to hear. He was also uh, Wamba in Cheech and Chong's next movie. Mm -hmm. He plays Duke in The Money Pit, Pit, which is a really good, in my opinion, Tom Hanks, Shelley Long vehicle where they buy this house. I mean, being an adult, I definitely liked it more after I bought a house than when I was younger. I was like, I don't know. I like big better. <laughs> but when I was older and saw The Money Pit, I was like, dude, this is totally what it's like. It's just like yeah. every time you think something. I mean, it's not so severe that like your stairs are caving in and shit, yeah. but... It, it's the same idea. I like that everything is two weeks. Like, yeah. No matter what they need fixed, two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fun movie. Have you got more Body by Jake facts, or should I start this movie? Uh, No. That's, I guess uh, one of the other reasons he got started was because billionaire Ted Turner saw him and was really impressed by his, uh, his physical Has he ever told you your body is really great? Yeah. And yeah. He, he, <laughs> yes, they he, have. And he went... <laughs> yeah, it's everywhere I He go. actually got his start... With a television show called Fitness Freak by Jake. Cool. Oh. Is that like a Mind Is that available on disc thing? from yeah. Scream Factory or anything? Or Shop Factory? It's like Chris Angel's fucking body freak. <laughs> body freak! You wanna get freaked? <laughs> Alright, I'll start this shit. So, um... We open on a dude just hanging in his station wagon or whatever, listening to the radio, drinking a beer, and suddenly a muscular stranger walks up to him. The man offers the stranger a beer, only to be strangled to death by said stranger, who's our boy Jake. Uh, all the while, Jake's just laughing hysterically. It's awesome. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had it all queued up, but then it keeps... <laughs> The, the killer then removes the man from the car. He gets in and, uh, <laughs> you know, injects some PCP right into his mouth. 
not just into his mouth. Into, he, his, tongue. into his tongue. So he's very sweaty and he's very <laughs> like unhinged. And he shoves the needle directly under his tongue and it shows it all but happening. It's good. Uh, and then uh, when he's in the car, we learn who this guy is. Um, it's We've learned 7 a.m. in L.A. And the radio tells us the story of Jay Jones, a.k.a. Bye Bye Jake. 26-year-old mental patient who escaped from the Hallmark State Hospital for the criminally insane. He was in for bludgeoning his parents to death. Uh, on PCP, Caucasian, six foot three, two hundred twenty pounds, with curly hair. Um, so essentially, this is Halloween, but on Thanksgiving. Funny story. Uh, I accidentally yeah. did PCP one time. Really? What? Yeah. How was that? You're, you're <laughs> trying to get your body buff and shot some of your tongue, or yeah, what? That's it. <laughs> So how does it, it? it feel? That's not it. No, Did it was cr- terrible. Yeah, it was fucking terrible. Tell us about it. I was with several people, like six or seven people, and uh, did they also do it? Yeah, we all did it because oh, we didn't okay. know. At least it's not just what you. Did no, you think we it didn't was? know. It was. I mean, it was like fucking weed. Like we put all these joints, but it was weed that had been laced with PCP. It was yeah, fucking crazy. So did you have to like lock the door? Did and you? Shit, uh, or what did happened? you go murder a bunch of people on Thanksgiving? No, I like I handled it. I think fairly fucking well. Everybody else seemed to be a little crazy. This girl I was dating at the time turned into a, like a popple. You know? Oh, was that boop? You like? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was weird. She literally turned into like like lap size. She like folded in on herself. And like, was, like the eighties popples, the really? the, the yeah. little stuffed animals. And like I think that's the one the one reason I didn't freak the fuck out is because I was like hyper focused on trying to make sure that she, she didn't, didn't freak explode. Out. Yeah. Know? Oh, but it was a fucking nightmare. Never again. It's one of the few things. I mean, I don't tend to do drugs, but <laughs> it's something I've always been like. You know, I remember watching Faces of Death when I was a kid, and there's one where it's like this guy's on PCP and he tries to take on like the cops. You know, where he yeah. just gets out of the car, he's like. I guess I'm going to take on the cops. <laughs> he doesn't win. He gets gunned the fuck down. Really? But he keeps getting back up, and it's because like oh, he can't like really feel it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just a nonstop fucking killing machine. And I was like, I don't ever want to be that. I don't, I don't want to kill people. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to do PCP, because it might make me want to. Yeah. I want to point out that at this point, this is super awesome so far. You know, we see him pop out, kill this guy, get in the car, shoot PCP into his tongue. And we're only a minute and 49 seconds the into this movie. The credits haven't even rolled yet. No. Yeah. Now the credits start. And it's, it's of note the credits are for everyone but the actors. Yeah. <laughs> Which, based on, you know, some of these performances um, was maybe by their request. Or I don't know. Um, but we're just following driving around during the credits. But eventually, an, uh, an old lady's crossing the road. She drops her groceries. You don't want to do when BBJ's on the prowl. <laughs> and, and our boy Jay Jones, body by Jake, he fucking <laughs> runs her over. It's insane. Yeah. Um, and then just the like towel this, card splashes on the screen. You yeah, know? it's like there's this blood. Someone's definitely standing off screen with like a turkey baster full of blood. Oh, dude, and yeah. Shoots it up on the windshield, <laughs> and he's just like cackling. Yeah, but it's fucking cool. He's freaking out, man. It's a, oh man. I mean, this is, and at this point, it's four minutes and nine seconds into the movie. And um, I will say this is probably the greatest first four minutes and nine seconds of any horror film from 1981. Yeah, I mean, honestly, probably the best on. four minutes and nine seconds <laughs> opening of any film I've ever seen. There's also something I forgot to mention. <laughs> Seriously, dude. During the part where uh, they're doing the, like, he's shooting up his PCP and they're t- saying who he is over the, over the radio. Okay, I'll just wait till this is done. <laughs> but the part where you were talking about where 
they're saying who he is over the radio and shit. I liked a lot because it reminded me of Night of the Creeps. There's a cool scene where they're hearing about the killer that's <coughs> yeah. on the loose. Yeah. And it also reminded me of the first episode as well as the first segment in the Tales from the Crypt where she's walking around the house and you start hearing the story on the radio about the escaped convict. The Santa one, yeah. And yeah. now that I'm thinking about it, I bet if I start just keeping that in the back of my brain, there's going to be like a hundred other movies that oh, have yeah. that trope in it. But I really like it. Oh, yeah. It's good storytelling. I like World Vessel lets you know who this guy is out the gate. Like, he's this guy, this guy, this guy. Yeah. And he's already killed a couple people that, like, we've never even met. Yeah, you know I mean, when I say like, his backstory is kind of like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like Halloween, but on Thanksgiving. Yeah. He killed his family members. He went to a criminal place. He's out. He's right. Killing people. And I, was, I feel like that's implied in this movie that the reason he goes where he's going is, like, it was his home at one point? Is that off base? Am no. I misconstruing that? They don't say that, but the movie's called Home Sweet Home, and I he mean, goes it, there. It's it like, does I, really feel like he's going somewhere. He seems pretty determined, the guilt, but yeah. he doesn't speak very much, <laughs> so we don't know. They don't. I mean, the backstory on him is over with the radio part. Well, he stops at a trailer. Yeah, at like one his, part, his old trailer's yeah. out by that ranch. He stops at the trailer, and then it's like, and that's when he hears something. I think, and he kind of like looks off, and he sees somebody in their car. I think that that's what draws him there. Maybe. Maybe the trailer was his home. It does feel sort of like he's just a machine. Like a, he just goes from this place to the next place. And then if there's someone there, he kills them. And then he keeps going until he sees someone else to right. kill. Like, that's his purpose. Which, by the way, I was... It's con- what he does. Before I it's looked it up... It's all he does. I thought... He I doesn't thought, eat. Uh, he doesn't sleep. <laughs> he just does PCP. I thought Jake was Lyle Alzado from the Raiders at first. Oh, okay. Because yeah. they they look very, very oh, sure. similar. sure. He could have done this. <laughs> oh, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He could have done the sequel. I was convinced it was him. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so then we cut to Scott, David Milky, who's the only other credit is an episode of TJ Hooker. And uh, Jennifer. It's not it just Trig. an episode of TJ Hooker. It's a Boy George clone on TJ Hooker. Oh, my gosh. That's, like, I, <laughs> I want to track it down now and see what he looks like as a Boy George clone. Uh, and then Jennifer, uh, played by Colette Trigg, who has no other credits, driving out to a country home. Um we have Bradley a, nearly went off the deep end when his record company went under. <laughs> <laughs> so they're setting up that they're going out to this guy who's got a, a, a palatio pad. Oh, it's a pretty fancy ranch. Yeah. yeah, There are some walls of records and shit that they walk by. It's like, oh, man, I want to see what's on those record shelves. And Harold Bradley is played by Don Edmonds, who uh, he also is the producer on this film. And he also is a director. He did uh, uh, Ilsa, She-Wolf of the SFs. Terror on Tour, which I know Nate likes. Hell yeah. I didn't know if I should do a hell yeah for Ilsa, but Ilsa is a good movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, as far as Nazi exploitation goes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just exploitation in general. It's pretty high up. Um, ter- So yeah, Terror Tour. Bare Knuckles. Uh, the pilot of Silk Stockings. Ooh. For all of you 90s USA fans. Mm-hmm. Um, when you were up all night. I can't even hit that <laughs> note at all. <laughs> up all night. Uh, he was also one of the producers on the Tony Scott Tarantino classic True Romance. Um, So... He he and one other person's film are besides Jake are are kind of noteworthy, I guess. But I think this guy might be the most noteworthy to this genre of anyone in the movie. Well, the little girl that we meet here in just a little bit, Angel. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. she's got- she, she's in it. Uh, Allison and Hocus Pocus, Domino oh, yeah. and Eyes Wide Shut. And then she was in that Hills Have Eyes remake. Apparently, yeah. I don't I don't remember watching that. Did you watch that? I watched it. Nah. I mean. Yeah, those are eyes. Those a blatant shrug. There's no, you guys my, there's at home no, there's no Michael Berryman that, in it. So. For sure. Um, but yeah, so then Harold comes out and he starts yelling at his son, Mistake, uh, 
played by Peter DePaula. I'm always wondering when I watch this, like, did they actually name him Mistake? Because, yeah. Like, they they all, didn't want everyone him. named him Mistake the whole movie, as yeah. far as I know. It's no wonder he's so fucked up. Yeah. Do you think his record level went under because Mistake ruined it, judging by the fact he's always running around playing guitar? Is it like he gave his son like a fucking contract and just ran the label into the ground? Or what? Also, What's he's the... wearing mime face paint. Shouldn't he be fucking playing air guitar? Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, the speaker setup where it just kind of like blindly like shreds like <laughs> like you'd want to kill him too yeah I mean, dude sucks i did research i went on a deep dive on that guy peter de paula rock and roll forever which is my favorite line in the movie it's a good the line. way he says it is just really funny um so he always a few screen appearances an episode of wonder woman and appearance as himself on the mike douglas show but he was a fairly successful magician um he started learning magic at the age of eight, and he was a pro by age 13. He went on three world tours. and uh, That's why they snuck that ball magic in later. Yeah. Dude, and he retired <laughs> from magic in the late 90s, and now he runs his family's How restaurant in New York City. retire magic? Well, I mean, oh, just doing it live? What does it take to be considered a pro magician also? He's someone I would pays like to you know. to do it. <laughs> I think, I, yeah, yeah, yeah I did a couple birthday parties. I'm a pro. But no, like but, I feel like I'm uh, in a professional band. Sometimes we only get paid fifty bucks for yeah, like five yeah. dudes or what. For sometimes dudes. you're in a shitty horror movie, but like, it's like you know, movie. that's professional. Yeah, <laughs> but I thought it was kind of interesting facts about that that guy. Um, I don't know how he fucking ended up in this movie, but he did. So I don't know, but his annoying ass is always interrupting people fucking, and it pisses yeah, me off. Yeah, yeah. Scott and He's, Jennifer they pull up at the house and they start making out, you know, and that's yeah when fucking. Uh, the mistake, mistake comes yeah. up on them and startles them, right? Yep. And then, uh, then we go to the kitchen. We meet the rest of the he family. He goes run. He goes. Yeah, he's getting chased into the house. Yeah, and Harold Harold uh, goes into the house and he's talking about how mistake is driving him nuts. And then him and his girlfriend Linda, who's played by Sally Young, who's in Demented and Pandemonium, uh, she tells him that he needs to relax and she starts coming on to him. Uh, and then we go back to our boy Jay Jones. Swerving around in his blood splattered car. <laughs> yeah. And he pulls up to the edge of the Bradley property, which, again, I assume, like, was one point in his home. I don't know. And he's got to get in there because he's looking for a quick peep. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got some peeping to do. <laughs> yeah. He's a peep machine. There's plenty of peeping. There's a lot on. of window peeping in this movie, which yeah. sassed me. There, I, I think there might have been a little milk drinking in some of the Thanksgiving meal scenes as well. So good, good, good to go there. He washes the carnage from the old lady off the car, which is <laughs> kind of crazy in a PCP rage that you would stop and think about. <laughs> he's the like cleaning. laughing, like, yeah. <laughs> like he's sprayed water. Blast. Was it like that for you, Hogan? I don't remember cleaning anything. There also wasn't a lot of blood around <laughs> yeah. either. Well, that's good. Maybe it's only like you're hyper focused only on blood. Maybe. <laughs> One way to find out. Yeah. I guess I'm fucking doing PCP again. So I got again. some right here. No. Shit. We're going to do it just to make the next few pages <laughs> of this more interesting. Yeah. So we cut the Harold and Linda who are fooling around in bed. And then we cut back to the other couple, Scott and Jennifer, who are making on their car. And he, I like he says, you are so horny. He goes, Jesus, you're so horny. <laughs> yes. Oh, this is when Mistake sneaks up on them. And he's like, ha! <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck? And Scott chases Mistake around the property, threatening to kill him. Uh, and then eventually, he runs into the room Harold's fooling around in. Is that his parents? I'm not really sure the relation to these people in this movie. I know Mistake's Harold's son. Those are the parents because yeah. they're the older two. And he says, but I think I Linda's his two girlfriend. for the price of one. Oh, yeah, yeah. In reference to who I think is his mother. <laughs> <Yeah. boobs. laughs> or he's saying to get to watch two people almost fuck. 
in the same day, but I think he's talking about her boobs. It's, it's very uncomfortable. It's very weird. Um, so then Harold chases Mistake back out, you know, and then he, this is when he uh, runs into Scott and Jennifer, and he finally meets Jennifer. He says, why didn't you bring her around sooner? And Scott says, an exposure to that? Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know. Oh, this is when we get the line. Yep. Rock and roll forever. <laughs> That's when we cut to the crazy woman uh, playing the guitar. Uh, her name is Maria. Is Maria, yeah. And uh, she's also in Terran Tour. She's uh, played by Lisa Rodriguez. Oh, nice. She's Jane in Terran Tour. That is one we should do at some point. It oh, is yeah. a good heavy metal horror, rock and roll horror movie. Rock and roll forever. But yeah, Maria is. <laughs> she's a. She's she's hot. She's, She's a really hot, hot a jalapeno. <laughs> I don't think. Can you say that? No. Because I watched this with Aaron, and I was like, I don't think you can say that. I don't anymore. think anymore. <laughs> it made me feel uncomfortable. I'll try it tomorrow at brunch. <laughs> and then, uh, who comes in the room and offers to slip him some arsenic in his soup? Oh, uh, Wayne. And Wayne is uh, played by Charles Hoyce, who's in Space Jam, Field of Dreams, and various TV one-off credits such as Twin Peaks, The X Files, Shameless, The West Wing, ER, The Incredible Hulk, and Webster. Yeah, there's a lot of TV talent. Um, I also had him as he plays one of the baseball players in Field of Dreams, which is an Iowa connection. Iowa! Um, he's in this, uh, he plays an android in this movie, uh, Angel of Heat, which, Ooh. if you haven't seen, is a really steamy oh. action. <laughs> Just an idea of like what the opening credits are for Angel and Heat. It's a woman doing karate in a gi. And it just keeps flashing back and forth from her having a gi on to being completely naked. Oh. And that's like before anything Preferable really happens. way to do karate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they, that women love doing karate naked. What's it called? Angel of Heat. And Heat is H period, E period, A period, T period. Okay. I can lend it to you. It's a Vestron title. It's kind of hard to find. He's also on an episode of Murder, She Wrote, Jag, Midnight Caller. I think you said Twin Peaks already. Yeah. Criminal Minds. And the... 2021 movie that's coming out called Malibu Horror Story. Okay. Which seemed like someone who had, if I looked correctly, it was like had four other features they had done in the last few years. So it's a new person. Don't remember their name, but I'll give a new horror movie a chance. Oh, this, has, oh. this has Marilyn Chambers in it. Yes, that's the lead in it. Mm -hmm. I thought you were saying she was the lead, and I was like, hmm. oh, the person that you're talking about, no, the she's arsenic, just in it. Or, is no. who shows up here in this this part here. Yeah, right? yeah. No, Wayne. It, yeah, I was talking about Wayne. Cause, well, because Wayne's Wayne's like in there, and he's fucking. He's talking about how his girlfriend Maria is a hot jalapeno. Yes, and then Linda's in there, the girl that Mistake just ran on, who we think might be Mistake's mom, and she's right. talking about how upset she is, and that's when this other girl comes in and goes. Maybe I can slip him some arsenic in his soup. Hi, I'm Gail. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get into this movie real quick. What a way to introduce yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pro move this Thanksgiving. Uh, if you're meeting anyone for the first time at a family meal, uh, talk about murdering someone that collectively everyone dislikes at the party and then introduce yourself. And I think that mistake is really just an excuse for this family to take volumes. Because they keep saying that every like every time he comes in the room and bothers me, like I could use a volume. <laughs> like they just take volumes just to like deal with the fact that he's around. It's like I've never had a volume before, but I bet it's like fucking knock you on your ass, right? Yeah. 
They're just talking about doing it in the middle I of the day. I feel like you might have had volume for your back or something at some point. Oh, yeah. I've got some in my car. Oh, oh cool. shit. Yeah. How's your back <laughs> doing, by the way? Great. My mouth. Hogan fell in the shower recently. Oh, fell in the shower, hit my head, and then they just gave me a bunch of drugs. And but he had the way. little the watch or whatever, right? The clicker to call for help. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. was that called? The, fall, uh, the fall. help I've fallen and I can't get up. Is that what it was called? I don't know. What was it called? <laughs> <laughs> they said that in the commercials. That's it the name that brought up. Yeah. I'm falling and I can't get up. Hey, thanks for listening, but right now, we're going to take a break. (laughs) Hey, it's Hogan from the Fright Zone, and I'm in a big fucking hole. While I'm down here, I figured I'd just say, thanks for listening. Yeah, like and subscribe, and if you're on social media, hit us up, at Fright Zone Podcast on Instagram, or drop us a line via email on our website, thefrightzone.com. You know what's cool? The fact that you take time out of your busy day to listen to the Fright Zone podcast. Please take time to rate and review the show on Apple, iTunes, or wherever you listen to the show. You know what else would be cool? What? I can't hear you! Well, it would be cool if you could check out our new Patreon page, which you can find the link for on our website. Anything helps us to get Hogan out of this godforsaken hole, whether it be a rope, a ladder, or some kind of chain. And hurry! The defecation bucket is reaching maximum load capacity! Oh, God. And now, back to the program. Why are you guys making those noises? Help! Was it Lifeline? Is yeah, that that's it? it. Just get up, Nancy. You lazy. <laughs> uh, so then Gail and Linda. Oh, and Gail's put by Leia Naren, who has no other credits besides this movie. Um, so, um, but uh, then Gail and Linda... They leave to go buy some wine. And they it's take not Scott's just car. that. We watch a 10-minute discussion about, oh, you forgot the wine. Oh, we're going to have to go get the wine. Who's going to go to the store? I'm going to go to the store. Why I'll don't go I go with, with you? you? No, Their direction I... was just talk about something while you walk to the car. Yeah. <laughs> talk about why you have to go buy wine. Also, this needs to how happen much, in real time. How often were they talking about peas in this fucking oh, movie? Oh, fuck, dude. That's coming up for sure. Nobody <laughs> could find the peas. All caps. Somebody get this guy the fucking peas already. Because... <laughs> The Harold or Brad, who they keep calling him Bradley or Brad, where they keep... I think it's like his last is Bradley, but they call him Bradley for short. Kind of call we call Hogan Hogan, but his real name's Brian. Yeah, I think his name is Harold Bradley, and they call him Brad. That's what it is. Um, that check out with you, Hoganomics. Yeah, yeah, it's typed out all caps here over here. <laughs> but so they head out to buy wine, and then we cut to Jay, who's hanging out, giggling, throwing a bloody rag into the stratosphere, <laughs> right? And then you see, <laughs> I like that moment. He's like, yeah. There's a rag. I was like, okay. Evidence. Um, and then he sees the gals drive by. So then he gets in his car and starts driving around the, the property. And then back of the house, Scott introduces Jennifer to Angel, the Vanessa Shaw. Yeah, the little girl that doesn't talk at all either. To, you could say she's arguably the most successful person in this movie besides <laughs> yeah. Jake, right? Everything I, mean, I could see on there. Because yes. I think, I mean, I think as far as money and net worth, probably, I bet she got some serious cash from that Disney Hocus Pocus movie because she played Allison. Yeah. Um, Eyes wide shut. She's Domino, which that's that's the girl that like Tom Cruise like is kind of like set up to be with or something, yeah. right? I haven't seen. That's the only Kubrick, seen it once. That's a Kubrick movie I've seen the least. Yeah, actually, that's not true. Barry Lyndon I've seen the least because I get really bored and fall asleep during it. I have Body by Jake's net worth if you want it, or if you oh. want to guess. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe five million. Okay, closest without going over. Uh, I don't know. Guess some. It's oh, it's over five million. Oh, it's over? No, it's just the closest without going over. What do you think? Oh, fuck. You, you taking the I body by Jake million. tapes? I mean, I think if he did his contracts well and he wasn't blowing his money living extravagantly, he 
would have some money from the time he was popular, the amount of money he could have made off of tapes and books. And if he was smart about his money, which I feel like maybe he was, because I don't feel like I ever heard about like, oh, he was out partying, doing some big wigs. And he was person yeah. trained for Body Spielberg to have money. Beating women. I'm going to say. Climbed a Christmas tree and punched some guy in the jaw. Yep. I'm going to give him 11 mil. Okay. You would be close to that going over. 20 million. 20 million. Right. Yeah. BBJ. Hit us up. We want to hang out. <laughs> it's on you, buddy. Hey, 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 buddy by Jake. Why don't you join our Patreon? So the little girl you're talking about, so she did this movie in arguably 1980 slash 81, and she didn't do another movie for 10 years. The next yeah. thing she did was in 1991. She did a made-for-TV movie called Long Road Home, and then it wasn't, you know, until a few years later, two Three years later, where she started being in stuff that we would know, but I'm wondering what if this movie made it so she couldn't work for ten years, or if after their parents saw this, they're like, "Uh, fuck, yeah, maybe. make her wait." Well, yeah, she's the star of the remake. Hills have eyes. She's like the lead. Oh, okay. she's also in Ladybugs. Lady yeah, Jonathan Brandis. R.I.P. That was his anniversary yesterday. She's Jonathan Brandis. No. <laughs> <laughs> Holy are, shit! They are one and the same. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking killing me here. But uh, Killer J ends up parking and then approaches the house. He lurks. Oh, he just—he's a lurk machine. But I want to play here as he lurks to the house. There's this like borderline copyright infringement Jaws music. <laughs> <laughs> there's a body by Jake in the water. Yeah. Get out. <laughs> uh, just when you thought it was safe to eat Thanksgiving dinner. Um. And then Wayne's making a call, betting some serious cash on some sports, some football. And just bitching left and right about it. And then Jay cuts the power. And he's pretty pissed because he has a lot of money around this game. Yeah. But Harold's like, casually, it's like, power's always going off here. It'll be back uh, probably. No, no, no. No, I'm sorry. Three or four hours. He says, power's always going off around here. Some drunk probably hit a power pole. (laughs) (laughs) Every time, that's what it is. Usually goes out for three to four hours, and Wayne's pissed since he has a lot of money in the game. He's like, three to four hours. Um, and then Jay does some uh, some around a tree peeping as Harold uh, heads out to turn on the emergency generator, which will give them light, but no TV. Which this is a commercial sized generator, something you would see like at a, a concert or a festival. It would make you know? a TV work. It would completely from when he used to throw festivals with his music label. Yeah, this would power <laughs> the entire house, including the fucking TV. Yeah, son of a bitch. Maybe the neighbor's house. Maybe yeah. he just didn't want to watch that game with Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's leaving anyway. Because uh, <laughs> they're going to get a bottle of Merlot or something. Yeah, Wayne, Scott, and Jennifer make food in the kitchen. And Harold makes it back to the kitchen alive. It's almost dark. We have enough gas to make it three to four hours. Harold then leaves to go get more gas. And we're 21 minutes into this movie, I think, at this point. Um, creepy mistake guy peeks out the door and watches Harold fire up his Jeep to leave, which is just weird. There's like shots of mistake like that. Just like, eh. yeah, just creeping. Like, why is he? Why is he well, creeping? Because and later they're trying to set up the like, oh, maybe it was him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, which, which is, is weird ridiculous. because we already know it's not. Yeah. Like, <laughs> totally trying to trick. Like, we just get to watch these. The movie starts with characters. this guy doing PCP and killing two people yeah. <laughs> in under four minutes. They want us to be confused by they're confused. Wait, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Harold, while he's going to go get gas, he comes upon Jay. The killer, who's body by Jake, we'll keep on body by Jake, uh, comes upon the wagon that he's still being in the movie, and then he stops to inspect the vehicle, and Jay's lurking in the bushes watching Harold check out the ride, and Harold decides just to steal the gas from this car. Yeah, like a piece of shit. He's like, fuck it, I don't need to go to the gas station, I'll yeah. steal from where this yeah, he's is. He's like, oh, this is my property, fuck these people, whoever they yeah. are. 
Uh, and then we go back to Marie and Wayne who are making out, and then an annoying ass mistake interrupts them twice, not once but twice while they're trying to make out. We also forgot that before they le- they left, asking if Maria wanted something to drink, Wayne says she won't drink anything. Oh, that's she- right here. Oh, yeah. she won't drink anything. She hates to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> What a weird but, reason. Uh, but then Scott, after being up by mistake, Scott's like, hey, do you want something stronger to drink than beer? And Wayne says he wants a Magnum. And then she goes, ooh, margarita! Yeah. <laughs> She's like getting kind of... Magnum 357. Yeah, not Magnum condom. Right. Not the... Uh, isn't that the only kind there are? That's all, all I've ever needed. Uh, <laughs> and we cut back to Harold stealing the gas. Um, and he goes to his Jeep. His Jeep won't start. So then he decides to steal the battery from the wagon, which I know this is one of Nate's favorite things in, like, maybe any slasher oh, movie, right? It's great. You love this scene, so I'll so, let you take over here. First of all, like, I feel like I hate Harold in this scene because he rolls up. Someone looks like they might need some help. First yeah. thing he does is siphon their gas and look around and be like, later. And then when I like his how he car casually won't just start, says goodbye, too. Yeah, he's like, yeah, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> then he goes back and he's like getting ready to jack the battery. And as soon as he's in there fucking loosening it up, BBJ comes flying out of the woods doing an elbow drop down on the hood of the car, crushing him. I do wish we would have seen some more crushing, but we do get to see a couple of uh, his legs dangling and doing some final twitches, (laughs) which that's always fun. Sells uh, a bit. Looks like he's got the knife right there. And he's like, you know what? Fuck this. Like one of the things I read when I was reading uh, people's awful scorning it on imdb <laughs> like someone's like unoriginal kills seen it a million times like why have you seen like, jason you Voorhees pile drive a hood yeah. i haven't seen him pile drive a hood never in any other movie have i seen that and it's such a good like it's a way to make something that you should feel safe doing because you know you apply the arm and whatever and you just don't expect like a full grown <laughs> fucking beast of 220 a man, man like BBJ hair. to come flying out of the trees <laughs> yeah. and crush you like you're just trying to heist a battery <laughs> <laughs> we've all been there <laughs> uh, so then Jay just starts wandering around the property again after crushing poor Harold um, and we cut the mistake shredding for uh, Angel the little girl who tells mistakes she loves him, and then he performs some of his magic tricks with the balls, and it's like, this is the obligatory, like, he was like, come on, guys, I'm really good at magic, let me fucking do it in the movie, like, okay. Yeah, it's like how they threw the comedian in the uh, <laughs> crackle yeah. Uh, and then um, we cut back to Jay, cutting some wires on the house, and then we go back to Gail, and there's so much cutting in this movie. Which- what wires is he cutting now if he already cut the power? Like the phone line? Was it the yeah. phone the working phone still at that time? The phone would be the next thing. So then he was cutting the phone line. Oh, yes. It is, yes, it is the phone line because then we go back to Gail and Linda who are lost trying to find their way back to the house. And then we go back to the house and Wayne's smoking a cigar, pissed about Harold not being back yet. And Scott says something about how the car has a known bad battery. So then Wayne attempts to call the gas station. But Nothing the on this property works. The lights no. are out. The phone's out. The car's gas fucking gauge doesn't work. Half One... the party's missing. Yeah. <laughs> and Mistake's getting ready to do some ball magic. Isn't that right here? <laughs> he just did the ball magic. Did you say something about ball magic? Yeah. Dude, I don't know what's going on with my brain. Shouldn't be this bad. <laughs> well, thank God it's not PCP because it <laughs> yeah. would be worse. <laughs> but yeah, dude, like it goes on for just about as long as you could ever want ball magic to go. <laughs> <laughs> it's an unnecessary amount of ball magic. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, how many balls can you make appear and disappear? Four, apparently. Four. <laughs> so as they discovered the phone's dead, and uh, they're like, well, he's not back. And it's like, well, the girls aren't back yet either. Uh, and then Wayne's like, oh, no, Scott goes, oh, man. I, you know what? I didn't mention to the girls about my gas gauge, how it doesn't work doesn't in the work. car. How yeah. convenient. And then Wayne's like, well, I'll go look for everyone. I'll be back in 15 minutes. He won't be back in 15 minutes. Have dinner ready for me when yeah. I get back. Yeah. Uh, and then he heads out to look for the gang, and Jay emerges from the backseat and strangles Wayne. Which I told you so. You know, you got to look out for the backseat. Back yeah. yeah. You don't know who's back That would there. never happen to you. No. Never. I mean, it, it, could, it might be turning around. It might be turning into it. Is that how you get <laughs> in your car only from the back seat and then you climb into the front? I he always, opens the trunk and crawls through the <laughs> fold-down seats. You yep. always walk by and look in the back while you're getting in, and then you do a quick... Do you ever check our knees? So, slash your foot like Sam does? The... No, I mean, it has to be real small, man. Yeah. It'd be like a chupacabra or something. <laughs> like, are those small? Usually? Like Warwick. I think so, aren't like... they? <laughs> I think chupacabras are like in between like a bat and a monkey. I've never seen one of those goats. Yeah, suckers. they're small. They'd be like war size of Warwick Davis. Yeah. <laughs> As can be seen in the chupacabra <laughs> Warwick Davis. Vehicle. He's small. Oh, yeah. man. I'm pumped for that Willow show on Disney Plus, though. Yeah, me too. He was in Harry Potter. <laughs> While we're on the topic, have either of you guys ever seen the movie Tiptoes? No. Uh, okay, so Tiptoes. Is it's got a stellar cast, right? Or what you would consider stellar by Hollywood standards. It's got right. Kate Beckinsale, Matthew McConaughey, Gary Oldman, you know? Sure. Warwick and Davis. The people that we mentioned. The, phone, the story, the, the premise is that Matthew Broderick, or not Matthew Broderick, Matthew uh -oh. McConaughey. Yeah. All right, and, all right. and whatever the fuck her name is, I just said. Anyway, they want to, she wants Say to get Kate married. Beckinsale? Kate Beckinsale. She wants to marry him, but he says he can't because he's worried. Because he comes from a family of little people. Right. And then he's worried that he's going to have one. Right. Well, I've his, heard of this. His brother. It's a self-hating little person family member? Yeah. What a dick. So his brother, though, is a little person. So are his mom and dad. But his brother is played, plays the little person, <laughs> is Gary Oldman. <laughs> Even though there's like... A huge cast of famous little people in this movie, yeah. and in the trailer, it even says like Gary Oldman in the role of a lifetime. Yeah, <laughs> he's playing a little person. Yeah, they like Lord of the Rings. What? Yeah, like Peter Dinklage is in this movie. Oh man, yeah. Well, you guys can all be in this movie, okay? But the main character will not be a little person. Yeah. Uh, oh man. So, um, so Wayne's dead. So we cut back to the house and Mystic once again makes moves on Maria. Scott invites Jennifer to Is go this somewhere when he else. Says we should make music together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's uh. horrible. Uh, and then Scott invites Jennifer to go somewhere else to like maybe fool around. And she's like, How do you get hooked up with this crazy bunch? And he says, I need an apartment. <laughs> Those are like, so are they related or not? Oh. I'm so confused by that. I don't all know. Well, Mistake comes back brads? in. He actually says, Hey, hey, everyone. Now that the redneck is gone and the other assholes haven't returned, we can have a party. <laughs> and she's like, "On a fiesta!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, where she plays the guitar, it's like the guitar's out tune, or she's never touched a guitar until right, right then. She's never. never and they're like, a "Fuck, guitar. we only overdub a good guitar sound." It would be like, you know, just do that. But then we go back to Gail and Linda again, pull her by the cops, and uh, Linda pops out some cleavage because she doesn't want a ticket, and the cops spend the whole scene trying to flashlight directly on her cleavage. Yeah. yeah. And that's really the scene. And then after that, <laughs> when they, they walk away, like, 
Something like the magic <laughs> pair did it again. Oh, she says something yeah. like that. And then when the cops goes, did you see the girl with the big bazooms? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're like fifties fucking. Newsies. Then he also drops, if they keep drinking all night, we're gonna get lucky. Like, yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. They're like, if they drink all that wine and head back this way, we can pull them over, and it'll be our night. Yeah. It's like what the insert ha ha elbow rape joke. Yeah. What the fuck? Jesus. They kind of redeem themselves later, but I don't know. Not quite. <laughs> nope. So uh, so then uh, as the cops drive away, the gr- girl's car won't start because it's Scott's car and his gas gauge doesn't work. So they're out of gas. So then they grab the bags of booze and start walking back to the ranch. Cut to Maria and mistake. They're uh, working on a chart topper. Yeah. Ma- <laughs> making up a horrible song. It's so awful. <laughs> it's like, oh, man. It's like I something you that. It's play, so bad. Like, it, like while you're waterboarding somebody, yeah, like playing that full blast. That's what you do. It's the worst. It's really bad. Yeah, they're um, not trying. And Scott and Jennifer in bed talking about how they should go check on everyone if you, else. If you want to see a good scene like that, watch Phantasm, and you will see a couple people <laughs> that know play guitar. Oh yeah, <laughs> know their way Reggie around. Reggie knows six what's strings. up, dude. It's just right. weird that like they've been having a bath together because like. Five minutes prior to this, they literally set the entire table, pulled the turkey out of the oven. There's food all over the place. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Jay's lurking outside. This time, I uh, do some window peepage. POV window peeping. You gotta Peeping love it. his ass off. Uh, and Angel's playing with a knife at the table. And Scott and Jen meet up with Marie and Mistake are outside jamming. And then they go to check on Angel, and they find the table's all tore up. And it's, it looks very like scary. the boogeyman has been here. Wow, mm-hmm. looks like the boogeyman's been here. <laughs> Uh, and then Angel on the table, eating food, false alarm. Yeah, Angel ate a fucking 13-pound Angel turkey. Angel destroyed yeah. the table and ate the 13-pounder. <laughs> to be honest, at this point in the movie, I was a little worried about her. I thought there could be a weird supernatural element where she's, like, possessed and, like, maybe Body by Jake's here to get him. She's one of Body by Jake's, like, minions. muscles that he lost. No, like, she's, one of like, his pecs. She's, <laughs> she's, she's, like, connecting, like, the T-1000. She's, like... <laughs> Yeah. Body. What the fuck? No, like, I want to see that movie. Like maybe she's possessed or something, and he's possessed, and he's coming to get her to take her somewhere. <laughs> it's just watching too many satanic panic movies. <laughs> but it's, it was that, that that was the thought. Uh, and Gail and Linda come up on Wayne's car, and then Jay comes grunting his way out of the darkness and attacks them. Uh, he throws Gail over the car. She lands headfirst on a big boulder. Bam. Dead instantly. Blood pours out of her that head. That was a cool shot. Yeah. I like that. <sighs> um, and then Linda throws a bottle of wine at Jay and runs off into the night. He picks up the remains of the bottle and begins chasing after her with it. Um, at least I think so from what I can see through the fucking pitch black screen. Um, yeah. Vinegar <laughs> syndrome. Fix it. Uh, Jay's <laughs> grunting, laughing, breathing. Pretty awesome. All, you know, there's so much laughing and grunting. And heavy breathing by uh by by Jake in this movie. So. It's like all he does other than lurk and kill, which uh, is a good which is good for a killer. It is kind of like Halloween. Yeah, and it came out right after. It, really, it's yeah. like eighty eighty one. I mean, yeah, they. I mean, that's but the rest of the cast just didn't hold up their end of the bargain. No, they didn't. <laughs> Pretty much no one involved in the movie held up the end of the bargain in yeah. this movie. They showed uh, up. They definitely came to physically. Work. Uh. So he's chasing her, and she stumbles upon someone's dead body in a tree, and I think it's Harold's. She screams, and then Jay runs up and stabs her to death with the bottle over and over and over and over. Um, then we cut back to the remaining cast. Which that could have had some cool shit we couldn't see. Maybe stuck it in. Blood came out the end. I don't, yeah, I don't know. No idea. Uh, we cut back to Maria, Angel, Mistake, and Jen, and Scott. They're eating. 
Scott isn't worried about Harold and Wayne because he thinks they're probably at a bar watching the game that he bet all the money on. But he is worried about Gail and Linda. And then Mistake spills cranberry sauce on Maria. For so no he, real reason. He, his dumb ass. He's trying to get some action. Yeah, he just wanted he to. He tries to get up and be like a server. Where he's like, oh, you know, have some Cranberry sauce. Oh, I spilled it on your chest. Yeah, he's an asshole. How old is he supposed to be, too? Because I'm stuck between like 16 and 40. Can't tell if his mime corpse paint shit. I don't <laughs> I know. I'm going to say like 28. Okay. Somewhere in the middle there. Old enough to not be living at home. Right. Like, he's definitely a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then he takes Maria to a bathroom to clean up. In his place. He's like, he's like, come to my apartment. Yeah. I like, as though that on this property. Because earlier, that homeboy had an apartment. That This this whole thing is in his apartment. You know, I don't yeah, know exactly. Yeah, it's like, I don't really know. I, I mean, I think mistake is the son of <laughs> Harold Bradley. And it's, maybe Linda. Linda might be his girlfriend. I'm not fucking sure. This, it's very unclear... It's probably What's like an outbuilding people? turned into two residents or something. Yeah. But yeah, he has a separate bathroom, so he's taking her there. Uh, and and he, he's going to find her his best uh, shirt. Yes. And then we cue the Jaws ripoff music again as Jay approaches the bathroom Maria's in, and he pulls a knife out of his boot. Yeah. Got to have one of those. Got a good knife boot. Um, and then Maria sees the body of Linda in the shower, and it looks kind of cool. It's kind of like a gory shower. Face looks kind of fucked up. Um, and then Jay pops in, covers her mouth, and holds a knife to her neck. And this is when Mistake comes rolling over yeah. to the, like, I got a great shirt for you, babe. Yeah. You know? <laughs> He's really going to impress her with this. Uh, Killed it. And then Jay's like, if you make a sound, I'll kill her. First it's actual the, line. He's yeah, at. I'll kill her. Uh, Mistake offers himself in trade for Maria. Or that he'll do magic. Or play guitar for him. Yeah. I'll play you a guitar, like, show you my balls. I mean, ball <laughs> magic. I can tell you. <laughs> When I was high on PCP, if somebody would have done magic for me, I probably would have felt a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> Pro tip, everybody. Get yourself some magic videos to watch while you're just on PCP. Case, yeah. Yep. Just in case. Yeah. Uh, and this is the really big magical line from Jay of the movie. Ready? From Bye Bye Jake. You doing it? Listen, man. Listen to me. Women are no good. Don't only cause you problems, man. My mother was no good like that. <laughs> yeah. like, what? And then he stabs Maria and kills Maria right in front. And the mistake of him. just runs off into the night, and Jay falls. Of course, I can, I have no idea what happened in that chase sequence. It's just black. The, like, that's how mine is. The, there is one part here where it's just like, you know, that she finds a good hiding spot. Oh, and so then you as see soon his as white he, face on the screen. Yeah, like, oh. but as soon as like he gets out of the frame, she crawls out of the fucking hiding spot. We went and saw The Shining. Is the part where he jumps out of the thing and i'm always thinking in these movies it's like you get a hiding spot if you can't hear the killer just wait until the next person that opens the door is somebody to save your life you can piss in the corner dude no one's gonna judge you no one's gonna be like oh man you shit in my closet why'd you shit in my closet and be like well i was hiding from a guy that had just murdered like a bunch of adults all over the property but like they always get out and then that's always when he finds you although we do want mistake to eat it so yeah yeah i'm glad his I'm glad you're dead. Yeah. yeah. Batman 89. Uh, that, but, my friend, is not a mistake. Yeah. So the mistake ends up getting electrocuted when Jay puts a live electrical cord against Mistake's beloved guitar. Which is which cool. That's a cool fucking It's kill. cool. Because the, str- the strings all like light up and like <laughs> fall off the guitar. It's that pretty... reminded me of like a Nightmare on Elm Street kill. That's and my yeah. note. That, that was my note, too. And I think this is like probably the second best kill yeah. in the entire thing. What do like, you think is the first best kill? Uh, oh, the I'm, hood slam. Yeah. <laughs> Elbow drop, baby. Uh, so now we're down to Scott, Jennifer, and Angel. Woo. Um, 
That went quick. Yeah, you can get through this movie pretty fast. It's a fast watch. It's 84 minutes yeah. or something. And like you got the credits. I mean, it's like, I mean, it feels like it's an hour long. Like it is easy to get through this movie, which is good for it. Um, I feel like if you were on PCP watching this movie, it would be over in the blink of an eye. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it never happened. Yeah. Or it was happening to you. <laughs> so at this point, Scott's like, I'm going to go see what's up with Maria Mistake, you know? He stops by the journal, which was Ryan just fine. And then he comes upon Maria's dead body, and he delivers the least frightened response of anyone in horror movie history, maybe. Oh, God. What's going on around here? <laughs> <laughs> terrified. But then right after he says that, he looks at her a little bit more, and then he's like, <laughs> He runs off into the night. He realizes that she is actually dead. Uh, <laughs> um... Yeah, so then Scott goes and tells Jennifer that Mistake has killed Maria. The kid Which... seemed a little weird, but he didn't seem crazy. <laughs> oh, he seemed fucking crazy, for sure. <laughs> Did you see him do the ball trick for an hour? <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> Maybe uh, wild. Then Scott starts going around, locking the doors. Jennifer takes Angel to use the bathroom. Then Scott finds a knife in the kitchen, in case we need to defend ourselves. <laughs> When she takes into the other room, sets on the mantle, <laughs> yeah. and walks away from it. Well, it's in the room, so yeah. you just feel somewhat. Yeah, safe. this part's weird because, like, this the way that, like, oh, this, I hate this. If there scene. was anything in the movie to start cutting, they could cut five minutes out here because it's weird because they basically what happens is they go to the fireplace with the little girl, and then mm -hmm. he leaves to go look around the house. Then he comes back to the fireplace again, and then he goes and looks around the house again. And then she goes, like, it's like, what the fuck's going on? Then he comes on back, here? and then he wants to take the little girl to the bathroom. Just group no, no, the fuck just... up. This whole part, I wrote a bunch about this shit because it really bothered it. me as a parent. <laughs> so all of a sudden, here's this little girl. <coughs> and what he says to her as she's like sitting there rubbing this little girl's face by the fire, which they have a sick fireplace going. And there's multiple like, I'm going to get firewood scenes. But she says, I never knew you'd make such a good mother. And then she says, neither did I. It just seems so natural to care for a child. <laughs> and like. It feels more like she's using the kid as a human shield. Like yeah. It's like a comfort, like it's a teddy bear for her. So th that she's not doing, acting's bad. She's not doing anything to actually comfort the child. And then when the, the, her first case of need, that the first moment that kid needs something from her, even though he thinks that she would make a good mom, like, like you go just to went. the bathroom. You just went. Yeah, she's just like, fuck you, kid. Like, you just went. No, you just take your kid to the bathroom because you don't want him to piss your pants. Although You'd be fairness, a terrible mother. In fairness, though, they do think there's a killer on the a killer on the loose. I mean, so you... why wouldn't she want to go with her to keep her safe if she's trying to be safe and being a good mother? She's totally not. And then just go like, back to that closet that they were pissing in before. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah, it's weird. It's like yeah, it's her security blanket or something. Scott leaves two times with the only flashlight. He has the only flashlight. <laughs> And he's supposed to be protecting them. Why are you wandering off by yourself? Like, obviously, you have not seen a single <laughs> horror movie in your entire fucking life. Because you're just going to leave these two alone, right? At this point. Well, I guess they're still alive, too. I like when there's creaking. Part, he's but... like, I'm sure it's just the creaks of an old house. But I'll feel better when that door's locked. <laughs> like, <what? laughs> He wants, then he leaves and goes look around. Yeah, it's like oh, it's I like, forgot about that door back there that's always locked. But I don't know. Maybe body by just, Jake came yeah. through it. <laughs> this scene is just like this whole thing at the ends. Like we don't have anything else to put in this movie, so let's just have them keep looking around parts of the house. It's yeah. like I've seen the same scene three times now. What the fuck's going on here? And when he's taking that little girl to the bathroom, and he's like, 
Oh, is this what you want to do? Oh my! Like, is he gonna give her a fucking treat? Is it a puppy? You don't talk to kids like they're idiots. <laughs> That's like the worst thing you could do. They're they're smarter than you'll ever be. We're getting dumber. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, so then he's he's taking uh, Angel to go to the bathroom again. And then Jay finally pops out like he should have five fucking minutes ago. Yeah. And they get in the fight. Jennifer beats him with the fire poker. Jay knocks her over and starts strangling Scott. Then Jennifer stabs Jay in the spine. In the spinal column. Yeah. Which, if you were on PCP, probably would just fucking be the end of it. I rewound it a few times in different light. The, the little light you get <laughs> to see if I could. like if, And it's dead center. It's in his spine. I was say, were you cha- like changing the lights in the room? No. Shining light on the television just to see if that was trying to get better. Trying to light up the room. <laughs> I did a slow mo and I did a, yeah. a, a rewind. Uh, and then Scott grabs Jamfer and says, "Let's get out of here!" And they run out of the house, just bailing on the little yeah, girl, which is great. Child. Yeah, later. <laughs> uh, see, Nate, see, it was good writing. They were. Ba- it was good writing saying up that they were just going to bail on Angel. Yeah, yeah. They don't care. They're just trying to save their. But own then, assies. like, she's immediately like. Oh, yeah, we she changes his tune real quick. We forgot Angels. He's like, I'll go get her. And then he goes back. And uh, is this when he gets pulled through the window? Dude, yes. This mm-hmm. is a good kill, too. This is awesome. Yeah, this is like a Jason Voorhees kind of thing. Um, when they're walking back to the door and Jay just fucking bursts out the, like, as soon as Scott gets the door, he goes, he's like. No, no, they're, they come out the door and he goes running because he's going to go around. Yeah. And, yeah. and he bursts through the window, catches him mid-run and yanks him into the house. And then slits his fucking throat. Fuck yeah, he does. And he's like. Ah! <laughs> yeah, uh, and he's doing all right for a dude with a knife in his spine. Probably put, PCP. Yeah, know? I put bye, dummy. <laughs> See you later. And they end up back inside the house where Jennifer runs back in, and she sneaks into a crawl space and passes out, presumably out of fear of shock. And I, they don't really tell you where Angel is at this time. And the then, way it's shot, it's like it almost feels like at the end that he's standing over her. Yeah, it's like what's going on? Because it shows his feet stop walking, but that must just be yeah. when she fell asleep. Yeah, because then we cut to the morning, and uh, the cops find Gail's dead body still laying on the rock, and they proceed to the ranch, and Jennifer crawls out of the crawl space. Kosh lands outside. Note the cool King Kong poster from 1933 King Kong. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then as soon as she makes it outside, Jay jumps her! Yeah, he just... Laughing, stumbling around. He kind of looks like he jumps out of a tree again. <laughs> um, I mean... There's some I think that's where he does wiggling. most of his peeping from is high up in a tree top. You can't see him when Vantage he's in a point. tree. Yeah. Doesn't point. matter how cut he is. He's just the, part of the yeah, tree. Bird's eye view. Uh, and then he prepares to stab Jennifer to death just as the cops pull up and blow his ass away. Um, but like, like, after, like, you know, like, stop, we're the police. He's like, ha, 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 shoot him a bunch of he times. He takes cause... a handgun to the chest and two shotgun blasts. And there's yeah. some squib, cool squibs blown up on him. Plus the massive spinal injury that he suffered earlier. The way he's stumbling around that whole scene is great. Yeah. His acting's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. He's walking he's like around scarecrow. like fucking tar man, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, but like then after they shoot him and Jennifer just like fucking panky on the ground. One of the, my favorite lines in the movies here. One of the cops says, chill out. We're the police. <laughs> <laughs> chill out. <laughs> I love when he's on the walkie talkie later. He's like, or maybe it's just when they're talking. He goes, there's probably bodies strewn all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> like just assuming it's a massacre for some reason. I mean, I guess they found bodies on the way there and they've already killed somebody. It's well, a good chance. Like, there's like a, like, you know cough and you'll miss it like 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 just yeah. not hear the audio here they explain where angel is because suddenly she's in the back of the car 
Right. And it's like just barely so they found like, her on the like, road. We found Logan Ryan down the highway. <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh, because like, I'm more like, did he kill the little girl? Then she's like, oh, I'm so glad you're here again. Right. When she gets in the car, like, what? You're my blanket. You're um, my little blanket. Then, of course, you know, we zoom in on Jay's face. And, of course, his eyes open. <laughs> Roll credits. <laughs> That's so, when this should have been tapping scenes. some home sweet home again. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so i don't know yeah so I, I, mean, I mean i'd take a sequel they could have done a sequel like the next year where it's like now it's christmas and this guy is like stumbling through the snow like he left the morgue and he's stumbling through the snow i mean people bought Voorhees. that doesn't make any fucking yeah. sense it'd be like home sweet home for the holidays yeah yeah <laughs> be like you know, have the Christmas music. I'm picturing like a day the reindeer died Scrooge type thing. Then it cuts the body by Jake shooting PCP because there's like <laughs> and drug addiction. I feel like it should always start. I think I hear Santa PCP. in the chimney laughing. <laughs> That's how people should start their day. <laughs> PCP under the tongue. Yeah. We'll see how long the world lasts. So uh, favorite line in the movie. <sighs> I kind of like. That last one, the, there's probably bodies strewn all over the place. All right. It kind of reminds me of the line in uh, Road Trip when the homeboy from UCB comes up and they're oh, like, yeah. the parents are standing there. And he's like, you know, if you ask me, I'd bet that someone was raped and murdered here last night. <laughs> <laughs> like right in front of the parents. And it kind of reminds me of that where she's like, I don't know. There's the obvious rock and roll forever. That's that, great. Yeah. That's well, a great fucking what's line. What's your favorite line, Hogan? Um, mine is actually when Mistake and the jalapeno lady um, go off into the woods and somebody doesn't know where they are. And I think it's... Who was the fucking guy that's at the table with him? I can't I remember Scott? his name. Yeah. Um, they're like, where did, where did Mistake go? And they go, oh, he's probably out in the woods. He probably got frustrated because she's an older woman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite kill? Is the hood, hood your favorite kill? Hood slam. Mm-hmm. Same for you. I yeah. liked them all, but that's my favorite. The one. old lady kill for me was the best. That I, I mean, honestly, um, yeah, I just love when the old lady gets ran over. It's insane. His laughter, the way it's edited, the weird like free frames, like freeze frames zooming in on her face. Mm-hmm. It's just awesome. Um, but so in the real, the big brain question, out of five frights. What do you give, Nate? Well, it's managed to work its way into a place in my heart. And so with that, <laughs> it gets a 2.5, ah. which I feel is pretty high for a movie that has like the kind of pieces missing that this one does. Yes. But there's enough stuff that brings me back into it. I like how unhinged the killer is. He's not silly or funny at all. The first time I watched this, I watched it by myself, and I remember being like, this is dark. Yeah. And uh, the only thing that takes you out of that darkness is the terrible acting by everybody else. <laughs> Everyone but the killer, yeah. <laughs> um, and some of the silliness and mistake kind of like, I don't know. I like mistake because it's, it's, I feel like I, so I would have been friends the with movie. that kid or been that kid or something. I if want I was in that situation. awesome backpack camp. Yeah, right? I but at the same time, that. he's the most annoying fucking dude ever. I also want to read the top review on IMDb real quick. Uh, crud, sour crud. 
a really dumb film about an escaped homicidal maniac. Stein- Hogan uses his nothing. He just shamma lamma ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> Occupants who are having Thanksgiving dinner. Yuck. Al five frights. How many frights do you give it, Hogan? I think we're all gonna do the same thing across the board. I feel. I feel like we're all gonna be two point five because that's where I was at too. I gave it a two. I uh, and here's my logic there. I was looking back at our previous stats. Previous. Is that reviews. why you sent that earlier? I was kind of wondering. I was at what I was at a, a two, three, five? and then he sent that, and I started looking at it, and I was like, hmm. "Here's the thing." We gave Blood Rage three point five. This is definitely more than just one fright below Blood Rage, in my opinion. So I gave it a two, um, because I'll be honest here about this. My, my about me giving it a two. Um, I feel like that's honestly kind of generous. And I, I mostly only gave it to because the first four minutes of this movie are so good. I think the first four minutes and nine seconds is better than the rest of the movie. I think after that old woman getting hit, I think that's in the movie's kind of like it okay. slows down a lot. It's for sure. that's such a fucking amazing, exciting, bonkers, wild first four minutes for a movie. Yeah, it's so exciting. And then I feel like it just drags a lot. Um, there's lots of scenes of people just talking in a house. The dialogue's not very interesting. The acting's really bad. The kills, like when you're like the comment you read, someone said the kills aren't that inventive. The the car hood jumps awesome, him running over the old days awesome. But the rest of them are kind. Of, I mean, like the electrocution like, on the guitar. Yeah, like, it's yeah. cool. That was. I awesome. mean, that would if that cool. kill would have been in Nightmare on Elm Street four. Yeah, like if there was some kid that was like a guitar player, heavy yeah, metal yeah. guy, and that's how he got killed. Everyone would be talking about I, that forever. Oh yeah. I don't. I don't disagree. Those that those kills are aren't good. But there's also a lot of pretty drab, boring kills where it's like, all right, like throwing the lady on the rock. It's like, okay, it's not just that it's on the rock. He throws her on over the hood of a car and then does. He's very strong. Hit the only rock in the area. (laughs) It would have been better if he like lifted her up and then broke her over, ripped her in half like Jason or something. It's just like I feel like there's I feel like in a slasher of this level. You got to give me a lot more gore. Sure. Like the like this is pretty tame. Like we don't know what we're not seeing though. Too. That's true. And I some think of the you might give scenes. it a point five if that dark shit was. It's true. Up. It's true. That's not um, going to fix the acting. And I thought was, they and should the, do an Italian style overdub yeah. on this. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was an overly cheesy um, movie with a, a few memorable kills, um, but you know it's still one of the few Thanksgiving horror movies. I definitely think it's worth putting up like in your Thanksgiving tradition. Like if you watch scary movies, like I watch blood rage every year. I'll yeah. Blood rage is of course superior. Blood rage is great. Um, but I mean like I'll absolutely watch this every year going forward on Thanksgiving alongside blood rage. I absolutely will. So I mean like, I'm not trying to completely shit on it. I plan to watch this every Thanksgiving. Um, but you know, if blood rage is a 3.5, I gotta give this a two. See, I'd put this. It's I see New Year's Evil got two five, and I'd put this in the same category as that as far as like how much I like it. Same with Terrorize. Like, I feel like it's in good company. Yeah. But yeah, three five for that is more. Pro- oh yeah, and Hack O'Lantern. Come on, three. So I'm you're always should have three. Nate, five. You're always talking about rewatchability, and so like I yeah. watched this twice last week, and I watched it once by myself, um, and I didn't think I was gonna get around to watch it a second time, and I ended up. Watching it a second time, but Stella, she's 13, she watched it with me, and I had a blast watching it with her. Yeah. You know? So then I started thinking about it that way, like, how would I watch it? And, mm-hmm. like, for it'd be me, a good, like, 
VHS fest movie, you know, yeah. like, with a group. Like, yeah. I enjoyed it way, way more when I had somebody to like goof on with right. it a little bit, you know. When there's bad acting at this caliber, that's why if you are watching them alone, you know, Rift Tracks MST3K yeah. have always been mm-hmm. fun because it gives you like another way to kind of like hang out with people to watch a movie. Yeah. Joke along with them or whatever. I've also talked to people that were like this one guy specifically I posted that I liked. I think it was the Rift Tracks version of Samurai Cop. And he's like, can't believe you watched that bullshit. Uh, I don't need to be told when to laugh. I know what's funny. It's <laughs> like, what? Like, you might be missing what MST3K and all this stuff is. Well, what I told him, I go, like, Emily won't watch these movies with me, but she'll watch Samurai Cop if they're making fun of it. Yeah. Like, you know, and then it's all because of that. Now I can watch just the put other ones. Miami Connection on and with, like, like, no riff it. tracks. And she thinks, okay, that's that kind of movie. Or yeah. New York Ninja or whatever. What? Right? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like, it's one of those things sometimes people need... Well, like I know some friends that don't really get down on tons of horror and they've watched Joe Bob and that's kind of more into horror because like sometimes if people are able to illustrate to you what is fun about it, it clicks for you more like, oh, I needed that guy's perspective on what was, you know, what's fun in the Shabby movie. Right. Or watching people rip on MST3K, you kind of get like, oh, OK, I get it. Like the banter and, you know. Yeah, there's a rapport between yeah. these guys and. Well, yeah. I think doing that too, you're in on the joke now, right? Like, right. You're a part of it. And then they bring stuff up later, you know, like every time they do, like in Rift Tracks, a good example is like the, uh, oh, excuse me. <laughs> it's not an old country buffet thing. I ate a bunch of like veggie chicken nugget things. <laughs> it was like a six pack of them, basically, <laughs> with some barbecue. It was pretty good. So you guys both gave it two and a half. Mm-hmm. I gave it two. That means two and a half. So, yeah. One of Hogan's noises. Miss all those Hogan sound effects. I'm sorry. It's be chimes, I bells, forgot. whistles. You're sitting next to what a symbol. Hey. Um. As far as physical media versions of this, home video copies, uh, Nate, you want to start? Because you have the VHS tape there. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it stars Brendan Fraser. <laughs> Make Brendan Fraser great again. Make Brendan Fraser great again. Right, Hogan? Yes. Get in there. Make Brendan Fraser great again. Thaw him out. Get him out of a bunker. Make the mummies not kill him. (laughs) So, yeah, the media home entertainment version. Of Home Sweet Home. Which has a great cover. It's uh, just a a hand brandishing a bloody tip knife with a house that looks nothing like the house in the movie. It looks more like the house in the movie house um, with a glow around it. And it's just cool as fuck. And then the back is just body by Jake with a bloody mouth holding a knife up to his face. Nice. So, like, I can just imagine picking this up as I did not having heard of it before. And I was just like, whoa, this looks really cool. And, uh, yeah, 84 minutes, which I think is the same as your disc. And very little else to mention. Still good, though. Still great. I was the Bradley. I, I didn't know if you were gonna show up with ever. like. <laughs> I don't know if you're gonna show up with like the blood party or like slash in the house like version like. Sometimes yeah, right. you get you like I got every copy. I got every variant title. It it will happen on occasion. Do you have the same copy? I have okay. the exact same, except mine is in a cut box. Ooh. Ooh, can I look at it? I like stickers. Mm. I have the uh, DVD Good release. Will find score, brother. I got the DVD release of this. 
It's from Hollywood Entertainment DVD Company. Uh, part of their Silver Series. It has fucking atrocious artwork. Uh, it does credit Jake from Coming to America, Vanessa Shaw from Eyes Wide Shut, and Sally Else, uh, Elise from Demented. So that's yeah. fun. Um, but yeah, horrible artwork. And the transfer is definitely just from a VHS tape, as you guys can probably tell when we're watching this, right? Yeah. You think I do have a tape in right now. Sure. Um, so uh, no special features. Not even closed captioning. It is that fucking broke dick. So... Um, I'm yeah. realizing that it should have a spine, too, because Hogan's does, and mine's covered up with a Hollywood video sticker. I don't like stickers that much. Right? I don't think it should cover up a percentage of the surface that's available. But how will you know where to return it? Yeah, right? I get it on rentals. That's their way of being like, if you're like, where the fuck's that tape you rented? Like, oh, it's, it's also one a says slightly Hollywood. different stock of tape. This one is a T90, and mine is a T90S. Jeez. That's super something or other. We'll just say it's better. Which one feels heavier? Yeah, right. They're the same. <laughs> you pipped the... Now I want to know if I can get the sticker off, but I'm afraid I'm afraid I'm going to peel the whole thing off. I did something to make this all loosey-goosey. It's your cord. There you go. Uh, Start peeling. Oh, jeez. It's going to peel their one off, too. Shut up, dude. <laughs> can you put it up the mic so what? our audience oh, can Okay. Listen, this, this Nate's pulling the Hollywood video sticker off, trying to uncover the real... Oh Sounds no! Like it's you're not ripping work. something. <laughs> glue it back down. <laughs> Get that glue to work again. Looks like Daddy will be getting his glue sticks out tonight. <laughs> I totally have like a VHS repair section oh, of my stuff. Oh, I know. Where you got your glue and your tape and someday on, scissors and shit. Someday on our Patreon, we 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 can each do a tour of our 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 spaces. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking to one guy that wanted to do it for a YouTube thing, and I just kept wanting to get it cleaned up. And now that I have, it's like it's really dark in here. Like you almost need to like add lighting, and that just seems like a whole thing. I don't know if I have money or time to do. Like, because I don't want to do it where it's like, oh, look at this dark corner. You can't see what the fuck it is. Like, I know what's back. There's there. some tapes over here, but if you don't know, like what the mo- that the movie you're looking for came out on like Paramount when the boxes were white. Yeah, like you might not know where to look. Yeah, you know, it's not alphabetical. Did you see that Mondo video that that dude built in his basement? Uh, uh-uh. uh, that thing's fucking intense. I'll show you when we're done. It's crazy. Uh, I like stuff that's crazy, Hogan. Hmm. It's wild. Uh, yes. hey, we have a Patreon now, and we got some patrons, hey. some official pledged fright zones. Oh. We have to shout them out. Oh, it's not just the same one. No, we got we got more <laughs> now. We have. Is it a posse? Well, how's that? How's that? Seven? Yeah, we have six. So. With us, that's over a posse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> whoop, whoop. That's a posse, and like someone can stay at the ranch. So, <laughs> so uh, that means we have five new fright zones to shout out. Um, so, if uh, you listeners uh, dig what you know we're doing, check our Patreon. Uh, it's a good way you can support what we're doing. Um, you know that money can go into us paying, you know, the yearly uh, fee for hosting the podcast on servers, our website, um, PCP funds. <laughs> so we can experience that. Yeah. Soda pops for us to drink when we're hanging out doing these episodes, just like, you know, help us continue doing this. Um, so we aren't going, uh, you know, negative just to bring you guys this content. So thank you so much for supporting what we do. It means a lot. Um, but, uh, last episode we announced our first, 
official Patreon. Um, and we have five more to uh, shout out here this episode. So if you join any tier, we will shout you out officially on an episode. So um, first up, Dark Lord Fright Zonian, Jildo Baggins! <laughs> Yes. So the Dark the Lord tier. For you. Dark Lord yeah. tier is the highest tier uh, that you can join. And uh, they actually get to pick out a film. So we'll be doing Jildo Baggins' pick uh, in January. So the first film we do uh, the new year will be from that Fright Zone. And, uh, Are we going to say what it is? Nah, we'll nah. do that in that episode. It'll be a surprise. <laughs> More to come. But uh, so everyone knows if you do decide to do the Dark Lord tier, um, it is a hundred dollars, uh, and if you want, only do the hundred dollars for the one month, and then jump down to the lower tier. Um, that's fine, I guess. Uh, but we will do a movie of your your pick. Um, we can respectfully decline, uh, but if you do it, please don't expect us to do it immediately that month um, because we do kind of schedule things out, which is why this what, what this tier will be in January. Hundred dollars. Mm. I'm trying to think of a movie. You I said last watch. episode specifically, Conjuring Two. Okay, well, I mean, I'm thinking about a hundred bucks, <laughs> a crisp hundred dollars. Yes, bill. but like, so just know, know that. Guess, guess. Um, so that's an option. So next up, we have some stalker fright zonians. We got three stalker fright zonians to shout out right here. First up, Ryan Phillips. Hey yo! You gonna do your whistle again? <laughs> Sorry. Whistle for this guy. <laughs> Woo! Thanks, dude. All aboard. Second up. Uh, in our Stalker Fright Zonian tier for this month, we got Chris from St. Louis! Down in St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then our last Stalker Fright Zonian pledge this episode. Uh, shout out Jessica Switchy Witch Marie! Whoa! Jessica! <laughs> and then our final uh, pledge. Uh, Fright Zonian this month it, coming in as a peeper Fright Zonian, James Stein, aka ROS Workshop. Pass me the Stein. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you to you five new Fright Zonians. Thank you so much, genuinely, for supporting us. Um, you should all be getting your sticker packs soon. Um, and then, uh, the dark Lord and the soccer tier members, uh, you fright zones will be getting, uh, your shirt, um, your patch button and koozie in December. Nate's working on yeah, doing the shirt stuff now. Early um, December. So thank you very much. And if anyone else is interested in supporting us, uh, check out the Patreon. You can get to the link, uh, via our website, the Uh, we're also doing little blog posts on there. Hogan has a lovely post up right now about his disdain for pumpkin spice. Hate it. It's he gross. really does. It's you read it, you can feel his fear. It doesn't taste like pumpkins. I haven't read it yet, but I bet that's in there. <laughs> <laughs> I know what pumpkins taste like. And Nate and I will be putting some posts up there soon as well from our own little blogs. Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah. Thank you. Um, check out. Uh, we do have a, a two color shirt on mediacrypt.bigcartel.com that's available. You'll see it right up there towards the top. It will be part of the sale we're doing for Black Friday. So we're going to be doing 25% off of the whole store. That includes Ooh. hoodies, crew sweaters, long sleeves, hats, whatever. So, yeah, check that shit out. I'll announce the promo code on Instagram. But uh, And we'll share that in our Fright Zone story as well. Yeah. 
So yeah, check that shit out. You got anything going on? People Frank Applause Barbershop in Des Moines, Iowa. Hogan? Nope. Pulling hair splinters out of my belly. That's it. In your belly this time? Mm-hmm. How's that happen? You cut the hair and then it falls down onto your torso. And you it go penetrates home. Penetrates the shirt. And you've got, yeah, you've got <laughs> hair splinters in your stomach. That sounds awful. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. You know what I hear helps with that? PCP. <laughs> As always, like and subscribe. Uh, Thanks for listening. Yeah. And, uh, dude, it's definitely yard bag season. That rain the other night really <laughs> made them come down. So uh, get them before they're gone. Yeah, get those yard bags. Um, if you're on social media, hit us up at Fright Zone Podcast on Instagram. Our website, thefrightzone.com. You can also find our link to our Patreon on thefrightzone.com. Uh, buy some shit from Nate at mediacrypt.bigcartel.com. If you're in Des Moines or passing through Des Moines, Iowa, get your hair cut by Hogan at Franklin Plaza Barbershop in beautiful Beaverdale, Des Moines, Iowa. And um, yeah, I guess stay spooky. <laughs> Is that it? Do we all? I don't know if I have. <laughs> <laughs>